Hi, I'm Mars Ward, president of Callaway's Nursery. We're based right here in Dallas-Fort Worth, and we're proud to sponsor this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, here's Neil. Thank you, Mars, and good morning, everybody. It was 58 degrees when I went out and got in my truck this morning. That's brisk, and that's beautiful. It's going to be warm by afternoon, though. Got to get the air conditioner fixed. You know, I've decided not to fix it till spring. I don't want to have the air conditioner working great all winter and then not work by spring. It's an old truck. So anyway, good morning. Glad to have you tuned to WBAP this morning. Glad to have you tuned to a live gardening radio program. And glad to have you tuned to my live gardening radio program. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, The phone lines are all open right now. Mike Bass is running the boards and answering the phones and doing all the intelligent things. And I am talking gardening. So please call. You'll hear Mike answer the phone. He'll talk to you. Make sure that you know you're not getting football scores, although he's a a master at those. Uh, And then he'll get you screened and get you signed up and ready to go on the air with me. The phone number, 800-288-WBAP. That's 800-288-9227. Call right now, won't you please? Let's fill up those lines. We start the day with five lines, but immediately when he comes in, Mike takes one of those lines and calls another one of those uh, lines so that we only use three of them. I find that it's just uh, a more humane way to do the program because sometimes the questions take a little longer and I don't want you to be on hold for a, a, an unfair amount of time. And better to get a busy signal and call back in a few minutes. You can kind of tell when it's your time to call by hearing me finish up with a call. You anticipate that and give a, a, a dial in, punch in, and, and there you are. So uh, that's the way it is. I'm here until 10 o'clock today. And uh, as Mars Ward told you, this entire hour for many years now has been sponsored by your friends at Callaway's. There are some wonderful friends at Callaway's. Hope you'll get into one of their stores today, and I hope you'll let them know that you're grateful for their sponsoring. They'll be open at 9 o'clock this morning, open until 6 tonight. So that's Callaway's. Callaway's Nursery, there are 21 of them in the Metroplex. They're beautiful, and they're staffed with great people. We always begin the program with the... uh, the uh, Fort Worth Botanic Garden Report. I'm filling in for Steve Huddleston today. He is away this day. And uh, so I'll just begin by saying the featured garden. Yeah, I did give the number, didn't I? Yeah, I see uh, Doug is calling in. So I'll give it again just to make me feel better. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Now to the Fort Worth Botanic Garden Report. Their featured garden is the Fuller Garden. Designed, planted, and donated in memory of Adelaide Polk Fuller, who lived uh, the years of 1914 to 1985. She is a former, was a former resident of Fort Worth, patron of the arts, and lover of gardening. This garden is a strolling garden that is supposed to look like an impressionistic painting, while at the same time depicting one's journey through life, especially that of Adelaide Polk Fuller. For example, the first part of the garden represents the predictability of childhood, with its geometric shapes and structural elements. Later, a series of arches represents different gates or transitions in life, such as adolescence. The stately gazebo at the highest point in the garden represents the refinement of adulthood. The bridge over the creek represents the artwork Mrs. Fuller collected toward the end of her life. 
This bridge imitates one of Monet's bridge over a pond of water lilies. From the reflection pond at the end of the garden, one should be able to look back at the prime of adulthood, the gazebo, and childhood, the trellis garden. The fuller garden is beautifully planted with trees, shrubs, perennials, and annuals, and you enter the fuller garden, uh, you access the fuller garden by going through the uh, the main building of the of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden Garden Center building, the first building you see when you come in the entrance. So that is the Fuller Garden, and that's a wonderful write-up by Steve Huddleston. The featured shrub in the Fuller Garden, Goshiki False Holly, Osmanthus, Heteropthalus, Goshiki. It's an evergreen shrub with compact growth habit and slow rate of growth. Its new leaves emerge red and quickly turn green. The green leaves are daubed with spots of creamy white, gray-green, and yellow-green. It's three to five feet tall and four feet wide in ten years. That is slow growth. Partial to full sun. It's great for a hedge, a mass planting, or an accent. Uh, sometimes I, I'll point out that, that slow growth is not a detriment when you're talking about shrubs. When you get a fast-growing shrub, that's not necessarily a good thing because it means you're probably going to have to whack at it a lot to keep it compact, and you don't want to be doing that. Fall is a great time to sign up as a volunteer at the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. Upcoming opportunities to volunteer their fall plant sale. The fall festival in the Japanese garden and planting fall and winter color, including the 145,000 bulbs that they will be planting in November for a spectacular show in the spring. On the garden's website, click on support and then volunteer. So go to fwbg.org, that's the garden's website, fwbg.org, and then you'll see the opportunity to click on the word support, and then you'll be given also the opportunity to click on volunteer. That's how you do that. 24-hour information line is 817-463-4160, and to find the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, they're just north of I-30, on University Drive, across from Trinity Park. That's just a couple miles west of downtown Fort Worth. It is really a wonderful time of year to go to the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. That report sponsored today by WhizQ Stone. Since 1983, experts at WhizQ Stone have been leaders in the stone industry across the Metroplex, turning landscape dreams into reality. And it's kind of an interesting coincidence that WhizQ Stone sponsors the Botanic Garden because the Japanese garden at the Fort Worth Botanic Garden way back when, long before WhizQ Stone, was a, uh, was a stone yard. It was a quarry a rock quarry so they kind of go hand in hand don't they with 22 acres whiskey stone has the largest hardscape selection in texas including natural stone for building and landscaping projects they have a stone for every project whether you're doing a retaining wall or a, a patio a walkway maybe you want decorative stone for some kind of a, a fountain maybe you need decorative gravel or you want paved stone interlocking concrete paver or pavers or river rock they have all of that they deliver anywhere you can hear me and they will work with you 
to plan the, the landscape of your dreams. Then if you need some help implementing those dreams, they have access to the finest landscape contractors in North Texas. doesn't mean that those contractors work for Whiskey Stone. They buy from Whiskey Stone, and, and Mike and Derek Wisnan and the other folks at Whiskey Stone know them very, very well, so they can refer you to them wherever you are. That's Whiskey Stone, open Monday through Saturday, closed on Sundays. They're at 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. It is really worth the trip there. It's the best stone yard I've ever seen in my life. 817-429-0822. Again, 817-429-0822. Whiz-Q.com. That's WhizQ Stone. I'm Nathan Smith with Callaway's Nursery in Mansfield. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now back to Neil. So you could go to Whiskey Stone and then right on down the road to see Nathan in Mansfield at the Callaways. Thank you, Nathan, very, very much. All right, we have the phone lines all filled. Thank you very much for that. We start with Doug in southern Oklahoma. Doug, this is Neil. Good morning. Hey, Neil. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, my question is, uh, I've got uh, <clears throat> about 60 acres, and I have blackberry bushes uh, in my some of my fence lines, and uh, I need to get them out of there. Any ideas? Well, the, the product that will do it is a broadleafed weed killer, and there are many uh, uh, brands on the market, so I don't get brand specific. Um, that's going to contain 2,4-D, and uh, you'll have access to... Uh, if if you're a, a farmer, rancher, you'll have access to larger quantities of it through a farm store. Uh, you'll have to have some kind of a, a, a farm license, and I don't get into that. I don't know exactly what that implies. And in Oklahoma, it may be a different restriction. But, but that's what you will need. Uh, it will be more effective during the active growth of the springtime. Uh, if you possibly can brush hog right up to the fence and somehow figure a way to cut it in the fence you don't want those old dead uh, stems in there because they hurt just as badly as the green ones do and they'll sit there for five years so you need to get them cut out and then then you can spray the regrowth when it's soft and succulent next uh, april and may and that's that's going to be your way to get rid of it okay all right well i appreciate it I'm glad you called. Good luck with it. It may take two or three treatments. It's not not going to be the easiest thing. I had a lot of it on our 11 acres when we bought it, and I found that cutting it uh, with the, the brush hog, I hired a neighbor to do that for poison ivy and honeysuckle and blackberries, and it got rid of 95% of all of them, just getting them cut to the ground. And those that came back, I was easily able to eliminate with the, the broadleaf weed killer. Thank you for the call, Doug, very, very much. Rodney is in Grandview. He will be our next call up. Let me uh, tell you about Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening and the fact that I will be doing uh, my signings uh, uh, probably uh, tonight and tomorrow night. Uh, this is my uh, this is my, my book that I've always wanted to be able to do. I've done f- five books. The other four were done through... Uh, publishing houses and that's when you get to work with committees uh, from the publisher 
and those committees are people you've never met before. You've met your editor, and you might have met the publisher, but then they bring in people out of accounting and other places, and uh, their main goal is to cut the cost as much as possible, and I understand that. They have to answer to to uh, stockholders. Well, if you self-publish, you're the stockholder, and all you have to do is answer to your spouse and to your accountant, and uh, and I felt comfortable in doing that. This book has been fun to, to produce and fun to to sell and sign. It's 11 chapters, and it covers everything about outdoor gardening for every county in the state of Texas. If you don't have it, I hope that you will get it because you cannot lose on this one. I guarantee to buy it back from you at full price, every penny, no questions asked if you're unhappy with it for any reason. If you just are are queasingly unhappy with it for any reason, I'll, I'll pay your whole price back and uh, no questions asked. I have not been asked to refund one penny on the book uh, when with 67,000 of them out there in people's hands. So I, I think that stands for itself. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas, things that apply to all the other 10 chapters uh, on climate, on soils, on hardiness zones, things of that sort. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar that will pay for the book all by itself. It tells you month by month when to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect all of your plants. Chapters 3 through 11 are incredibly detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. Everything I've ever said or written is put in this book. It took a year to do it. It took a lifetime to accumulate what I wrote in this book. So I sign every copy as it sells, and we mail them uh, by Tuesday or Wednesday of the week that they sell. It's going to get very busy at Christmas. I'm asking that you order now before the post office raises its rates, I might add. That's Niels Ferry's Lone Star Gardening, not in stores, not on Amazon, available only by calling my office, or better yet, and more importantly, uh, please, for safety's sake, order it from my website. Uh, the uh, lady who uh, takes orders at my office uh, is kind of in and out helping a friend at the hospital. And uh, so I ask that if you possibly can, order on the website at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. If you need to call the office, so it's 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. But the better way is at Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. We had foundation repairs at the Sperry House several years ago, so I called my friends. I did the same thing I'm suggesting you do. I called Advanced Foundation Repair. They came to our home. Their estimates are always free. Their work is affordable. It always is. Not just for me, for you as well. Give them a call. 214-333-0003. If you need foundation help, it's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214 214- Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. 
Tommy is our pastor, and that is our church, and we invite you to join us. Sharingtheheart.org for all the information of times and uh, the address, which is 315 North Church Street, if you care to worship in purchase in person. And uh, uh, the online worship services are all listed there at sharingtheheart.org. Thank you, Tommy. And right now, I'll tell you about Mueller. 90 years worth of Mueller. 1930s were difficult times in America. The country was in the Great Depression. Jobs were scarce. Hopes remained high. And it was during that time that Mueller started making metal products. Well, now, 90 years later, the Mueller name is known across the South as having the finest in quality steel and workmanship. Mueller and its products. Mueller understands what it means to weather the storm. A Mueller metal roof is made to last and to protect you and your most valued possessions from the harsh weather we're accustomed to in our area. A Mueller metal roof can endure the intense sun, heavy rains, the hail, and even snowstorms for years to come. That's a lot longer than a conventional roof. If you want peace of mind for the future, choose a metal roof, a Mueller metal roof for your home. Visit MuellerInc.com. You can learn more. You can find a location near you. You'll see why a Mueller metal roof is the best thing to put over your head. M-U-E-L-L-E-R. Give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. 877-268-3553. Or stop by one of their 33 locations. That's Mueller. They're made in America. And they're made to last. Mueller Inc. Neil Sperry and Callaway's go back since our nurseries opened. I'm Jenny with Callaway's in North Plano, and now back to Neil. Oh, Jenny, thank you very, very much. As I always say when I hear her voice, I've known her dad for 40 years, and that's a great family. Thank you. Let me go to Rodney in Grandview, who's been waiting and uh, now on the air. Rodney, thanks for calling. How can I help you? Good morning. Uh, my wife and I created several succulent dishes this year for our front porch. What overnight temperatures will tell me I need to bring those inside? Well, let me tell you the uh, pitfall that we have in answering that question. The term succulent means that the plant is able to store water uh, for long dry periods. Um, in the, in the, the phrase succulent with lowercase s, uh, there probably are... 100 plant families included, from the milkweed family to the euphorbia family to the cactus family. And there is no across-the-board rule for them. Some of them are winter-hardy to the Rocky Mountains, and some of them are totally tropical. And so there's no one answer to your question. Um, If you know the species, genus and species of the plants, I can certainly help you. Uh, Well, they're more of a cactus type. Okay, if they are in the cactus family, cactaceae specifically, then I can begin to answer that. But even within the cactus family, and and mind you, there are lots of plants that look like a cactus that are in no way related to the cactus family. Crown of thorns uh, is a good example. A lot of people would assume it to be a cactus, and it is a sister, not a cousin, but a sister to poinsettias. So... You know, it, it's just I, I I don't want to I don't want to lead you down the road and have you disappointed that oh my gosh I thought he said this would make it because a lot of them won't. A lot of people think that an aloe is a cactus. It's it's not even distantly related to the cactus family. 
So uh, uh, anyway, I would bring them in when it's going to be below freezing. I think you're safer that way. If it's going to get anywhere near 35 degrees, I'd get them okay. in. Okay. You can have damage. Yeah, and Rodney, you can have damage to plants at temperatures above freezing if it if you have frost settle on them. Um, frost can happen on a still clear night. Those are the two prerequisites for frost. Uh, you think about it on your windshield in the car. You can have frost at 37 degrees if it is clear and if there is no wind. You have wind, you're not going to have frost. You have clouds, you're not going to have frost. But you don't want to take that chance because it can clear off at midnight. I just don't want your plants to get hurt. Right. That's all right. I do appreciate that uh, information. I'm glad you called. I, I'll bet they're beautiful. I love succulents. I have, uh, oh, at my high watermark, probably had 500 different uh, uh, species in my greenhouse. I'm a big Haworthia fan and had, uh, oh, I think at, at the most 400 different species of Haworthias alone and 100 aloes. They're just beautiful plants. Good luck with them. Thank you for the call very much. Let me go to Brent at Lake Weatherford. Brent, this is Neil. Good morning. Hey, buddy. Good morning. Hey, Neil, I had some uh, 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 tomatoes in big pots uh, this summer on the deck because of, of the deer. And uh, I got them through the, the hot of the summer, and then I've been nurturing them now. And put a little fertilizer in them. What do I need? They're starting to, you know, come back. What do I need to do right now to start for maybe try to get some more tomatoes out of them before the freeze? Um, well, assuming you do not have any spider mites on them, by now you you almost assuredly have have had that opportunity. Uh, spider mites love tomatoes, and it's a rare day when you can go all the way through the year and not have spider mites. We have some okay. friends. I, I drive by their tomato plants, and they got hit by spider mites about three weeks ago. And okay. their plants look like they are draped in spider webs right now, and that's what's what the problem is. Um, if you don't have tomatoes set on these now, we're the 28th of September. I'm sorry, my we have a family birthday on the 20th of September. I'm focused on that. Uh, but anyway, we're almost at the end of September. Um, the average first freeze date is is seven weeks from now. You're kind of pretty tight. You're going to have to have the flowers setting fruit pretty quickly now. So I think mainly uh, put a uh, complete and balanced water-soluble fertilizer on them and keep them moist at all times. That's the main thing, and in the sunlight. And then if uh, you say these are in pots? Yes. Yeah, don't let them get uh, anywhere near freezing. If it gets to 40 or below, you'll need to get them into the garage. Okay, bud. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks for the call very much. All right. All right. We have Jack in West Fort Worth. And, Jack, I'll come to you right after uh, the uh, newscast. I'm going to let Dennis get his newscast in on time. Folks, we have two open lines at 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Call right now, won't you? Let me tell you about Callaway's Nursery because you really want to get into Callaway's uh, today. This is a beautiful uh, group of garden centers. There are 21 of them in the Metroplex. They are local. 
They are proud of the fact that they founded locally and they are a local independent retail garden center. This is not part of a national chain. It's not a big box store, to use that term. The people who make the decisions are right here in the Metroplex. They're the voices that you're hearing. These are the uh, managers, the, uh, the the management team, and the store managers. When you hear the rejoinders, that's, that's who these people are. And they're great people and they're friends of mine. Callaway's Nursery presents a bountiful autumn harvest. Fresh from the farm, pumpkins and gourds have filled their stores, and the variety will inspire you. Rediscover the fun of creating a festive display with all of the colors and shapes and textures of the fall season. They have an imaginative assortment, including specialty pumpkins like Cinderella, Fairy Tale, Tiger Striped, Knucklehead, and, of course... Plenty of jack-o'-lanterns for carving and decorating. Find the biggest pumpkin you can find, or one of the most unusual shapes and textures. Spice up your new collection of pumpkins and gourds with straw bales and metal lawn art for a whimsical display in your landscape. Creative, playful, and available at all 21 neighborhood Callaway nursery stores. Ask for one of their friendly Texas certified nursery professionals to help with your selection. You can trust their expert gardening advice and tips. If you love plants and helping people and spending time outdoors, you can become part of this great Texas-grown team. Callaway's is now hiring at all of their locations. You can apply when you visit any of their open-air stores in DFW. Take advantage of their convenient curbside pickup or delivery when you order online at Callaway's.com. C-A-L-L-O-W-A-Y-S. Callaway's. Open seven days a week from nine to six. That's Callaway's Nursery. Their life lived beautifully, and they are great. Stop in today. Callaway's. Callaway's Nursery. Callaway's.com. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. If you're not informed, then you're out of the loop. All you have to do is ask. Alexa, open WBAP. And let's talk about Arborological Services. For the finest in tree care, you need the company known to have the most skilled uh, tree service technicians anywhere in Texas. The experts your trees deserve. Serving the Metroplex with the finest in tree care for 40 years. Their staff includes 12 International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists, college degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters. Three of their people have been selected as Texas Arborists of the Year, and their tree climbing crews have won the Texas State uh, uh, Tree Climbing Championship more than a dozen times. In fact, one man, Miguel Pastanez, has won it 11 times himself. He was the North American tree climbing champion in 2015. This is the company you want. Forget the others. They're trying to get there. Arborological Services has been there for a long time. Complete tree management programs, fertilizing, pruning, even cabling and bracing, insect and disease control, all the way to heroic tree takedowns when that's needed, consultation, damage assessment, and appraisal. The phone number, it sounds like a big national phone number of some sort, but they are strictly local. 866 866- Five five two seven two six seven. I wouldn't let anybody else touch my trees. Arborological Services eight six six five five two seventy two sixty seven. On the web, it's arborological.com. Lots of great information on that website. 
not uh, just sales information, but tree growing information. 866-552-7267, Arborological Services, arborological.com. 99 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP. And WBAP.com. Things are getting back to normal along the border. I'm Dennis Martin at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com. WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. Construction has closed 635's HOV lanes in both directions. Between the TI Access Road and La Prada Drive, they will be closed for a while. This uh, project's due to finish in the end of 2024. Construction blocks the entrance ramp to southbound 35W at Tarrant Parkway. That one should be picked up by the end of this year. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast. Mostly sunny, warm, and breezy today. The high temperature, 92 degrees. Monday, a mix of sun and clouds, and it'll continue warm and breezy. Monday's high, 91. Right now, we're looking at fair skies, 66 degrees. The Del Rio, Texas border crossing, the one that saw a sudden surge of migrants from Haiti, is now in the process of reopening. As Fox's Ashley Strohmeyer reports. Trade and travel operations have already started and cargo traffic will resume tomorrow. Federal authorities closed the crossing more than a week ago after some 15,000 Haitian migrants flooded the area and then made camp on the American side of the border bridge. The mayor of Del Rio says officials now want to be sure no other large groups of migrants are making their way to the Del Rio area to try to do the same thing the Haitians tried. Fourteen Mexican Army soldiers were briefly detained in El Paso early Saturday morning, then sent back to Mexico. They crossed into the U.S. at a border bridge in El Paso. Soldiers said it wasn't deliberate. They did not realize they'd crossed the border. One of them was cited for possession of a small amount of marijuana, and they were all allowed to cross back over the bridge into Mexico. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 9 o'clock. Check back several times throughout the day. Stay informed with News Talk 820 WBAP, 99.5 FM HD 2 and WBAP.com. All right, Dennis, thank you very much. You know, your landscape is all about enjoyment. I'll sure you mow the grass and, and you trim the... Uh, you trim the sidewalk and all that, and that may not be the most enjoyable thing in the world, but you want to enjoy your landscape. And one of the greatest ways to enjoy the garden is to have birds in your garden. Wild Birds Unlimited can help you do that. Now, you have been in stores where they just have a rack there with some hummingbird feeders. You say, yeah, that's fun. That's nice. Yeah, okay. If you've not been in a Wild Birds Unlimited store... You have, you have to go. You've missed the, the impact of my message. You go in there and you come out so pumped up and so enthused about birding as a hobby, about attracting birds into your garden, about enjoying wildlife in general. 
they have taken it to a new science. The founder of the company nationally has really done a beautiful job. Number one, in bringing excitement of this hobby. Number two, in bringing quality products into the stores, affordable quality products, and researching the feeds that are sold at Wild Birds Unlimited and support to the, the, the owners of the stores. This is a cool deal. And wait till you see these stores and, and you'll, you'll see why the people are so enthusiastic about what they have to sell to you. You'll love it. And you'll understand why I get pumped up. Wild Birds Unlimited. Three of their Dallas area stores, Dallas-Fort Worth area stores, join together to sponsor my radio broadcasts. And they are specifically in McKinney, Birdie's store at 3001 South Hardin Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway. It's right beside, just south, everything's south. Uh, when you're in McKinney, everything's south toward Dallas. It's on the south side of Tom Thumb. That's uh, 3001 South Harden Boulevard. In Dallas, Ron's store is at 6333 East Mockingbird Lane, the north uh, northwest corner of Abrams. His store's been there a long time, and he's a great guy. 6333 East Mockingbird Lane at Abrams. And then David's store in uh, the Park Cities at 5715 West Lover's Lane, just west of Nicholson Hardy. Nursery and Garden Center, and and uh, about a block west of the Dallas North Tollway, and that's 5715 West Lovers Lane. Wild Birds Unlimited, bringing people and nature together. Hear about it. Talk about it. Right here. They're going to be ineffective on this immigration issue, and they're going to use it to their benefit. What's going to happen? Use Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. I want to tell you about my electronic newsletter called eGardens, and I'll do it quickly. I ran kind of long on Wild Birds, and I'll do eGardens quickly. Sign up for it at my website, neilsperry.com. It's like an old-fashioned garden section. I write most of eGardens myself. You'll have a featured plant of the week, a featured question of the week, and 10 or 12 critical tasks that you need to do that weekend. comes from my computer to your email Thursday evening eGardens at neilsperry.com. You can see what it looks like. The most recent issue is always there at n-e-i-l-s-p-e-r-r-y.com. It's free. I never spam or uh, uh, will, I'll, I'll never spam you, nor do I give or sell your email address to anybody. Look at it. Sign up for it at neilsperry.com. It's eGardens. Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood Callaways help you. I'm Greg Polito with the North Fort Worth Store. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Greg, very much. And now back to the phone lines to Jack in West Fort Worth. Jack, this is Neil. Good morning. Hello, Jack. Oh, my. Is he gone, Mike, you think? Sounds like it. No, I'm here. I'm sorry. I'm pressing mute button. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Now go for it. I apologize for that, and thank you for taking my call. Sure. For a long time now, I have been wanting a miniature orange tree. It must, at maximum, be like six or seven feet tall. I live in an apartment and cannot put it and cannot plant it outside. Okay. So I gather there are some legal issues with me buying a tree, but I gather I can buy some seeds and start them from seeds. What is your opinion of that, and can I do this, and... Tell me what you know. You well, I uh, I will tell you part of what I know. Um, you can buy trees in Texas if you buy trees that are grown in Texas. 
they cannot be shipped into Texas. Uh, there are some quarantine issues there. Uh, so certainly okay. from California or Florida, they're not, not allowing those to be shipped in as far as I do know. Um, okay. but, but there are plenty of trees that are propagated in Texas. The problem was the, the February freeze wiped out a bunch of the, uh, the supply. But right. uh, I would, I would look next spring and see what, uh, uh, becomes available. Now, I don't know if they're going to be full blown, uh, orange trees or if they're more likely to be some of the satsumas, which are, are more like tangerines, but, uh, but they produce very, very well. And uh, they can be grown in pots. You'll you'll have to put it out in the sun uh, as much as possible. And I, I'm talking about most of the time, except when it's below freezing. Right. So that's that's that one option. Then the other option that you and those would need to be bought as uh, uh, grafted trees. The other option would be calamondins, which are the miniature uh, uh, fruit, and uh, those are also sold already propagated and growing. Okay, and, and you're not going to find them so much in October, September, October, as you will right. in in April, May. But okay, I think you'll have no trouble finding them next spring. Good. Well, my birthday's in April, so I may just buy myself one for my birthday. Uh, I think you deserve it. But they can be grown in an apartment with south-facing windows as long as they get them outside in the fresh air and the sun as much as possible. It's not the fresh air; it's full sunlight ninety-five percent of the time. They need to be on a patio. And only brought in if it's going to go below freezing or anywhere near it. At, at 40 degrees, I would probably at 35 degrees, I would bring them inside. Uh, satsumas can stand a light frost, so if it if it gets to 34 and and there's some frost coming, okay, uh, that that wouldn't be the kiss of death to them. But you don't want them out there at 25 degrees. Okay, I get sunlight from like now until like six o'clock this evening. Is that enough? Outside. 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 Okay. Yes. This is no non-negotiable. Problem. You keep wanting to bring them back in the house, and you don't want to do that. I do want to bring them back in. Yeah, that's they're not houseplants. They're not houseplants. That's kind of why I wanted them for the fragrance more than the fruit. But oh well. Well, All you right. can I if just, you know if you if you had a party or something, and you you wanted to have them in for the fragrance, that'd be fine. Or you could cut one small branch and bring a few flowers in. They're very heavily scented. And okay. you wouldn't have to have the whole plant. You could just have a little bud vase with a, a few flowers in it. What an idea. I do thank you very much. And I'll look at, like, Kellaways and some of the local some of the local yes, garden shops around April or so. They have them. They have them every, and they start earlier than April. So you can, you can find them. I know you can. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you, Jack, very much. Let's go to Colleen in Sunset. Colleen, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. I need some help or just some guidance about frogs in the garden. Should I just best leave thing, them alone? And- best thing that ever happened to your garden. Okay. <laughs> they are they are bug eaters. Okay. Okay. So, just are, do you think that would be the cause of some plants just dying overnight or frogs? Uh huh. Absolutely not. Hmm. I have a lot of Shasta daisies and vincas, and, you know, a couple of plants will look more than healthy, and then the ones right next to them just dead. I I don't know what would be killing the Shastas. I'd have to see them, but I would be willing to, I would be willing, if I were a gambler, I'd be willing to put money without seeing the, the, the vinca that you have Phytophthora, because it, it is what kills almost all vinca. 
uh, okay. Phytophthora root rot, but it has nothing to do mm. with frogs. Frogs are your buddies. Okay. okay. They are your friends. They are they are very beneficial. Okay. Well, that's kind of what I thought, but I I just keep seeing the frogs and thinking, well, are they killing them? So no. what do I do about the root rot? Um. So. Phytophthora root rot on, on vinca. For years, we, we grew vinca from seed. We let it come back up. I'm talking about back in the 60s mm-hmm, and 70s. Mm-hmm. We let it come back up from seed and, and repopulate a bed, and everybody was happy. And then that disease started to move in, and it became just awful. And for 20 years, nobody grew vinca at all because there was no way to grow it. And then the variety... Uh, the, the, the group of varieties, the collection called Cora Vinca, C-O-R-A, uh, was introduced with the big promotion that it is Phytophthora resistant. And we grew that for a couple of years, three or four, five, six years, and, uh, and it did pretty well. And then it lost that resistance. It kind of had its own Delta variant that moved in on it. And I think they're ready for you. And, um, so now there is a Cora XDR, extra disease resistant. And so you might want to try that. You plant Vinca uh, no sooner than 1st of June so that you get away from the splashing spring rains. You plant it uh, primarily in pots so you're up above ground. You always water the soil, not the plants, so that you don't have any splashing water on it as much as you can. If it's raining, you can't help that. Uh, you, you buy plants that are healthy and vigorous. It just, you do everything you can. There are no fungicides that uh, are available to consumers that will stop that disease. So those are what things that you can do to, to help with it. But, um, uh, the, that's, that's what's killing the vink. I don't know about the Shastas, but you have not heard the word frog one time in my answer. Okay. Thank you so much. You're I, welcome. I always learn something. Well, I'm Appreciate glad you, you called. Have a have a wonderful day. Take care. All right, we have Lynn and Alvord. We'll come back to Lynn, be the next call up, and then we have two open lines at 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Don't, uh, don't, don't give guilt by association. You find something out there uh, in, in the... Uh, in the proximity of a problem area, don't assume that it is the cause. Ants get involved a lot of times in things. Oh, my tree died and it's got ants in it. Well, they probably didn't kill it. Don't uh, assume that they're the, the, the reason. And don't spend a lot of time and effort trying to kill the ants because there's something else going on. You're wasting your, your time, wasting money. All right. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, now in the fifth printing. I'd love to get a copy to you. You've heard that the uh, delivery services, the, uh, the, the national for-profit delivery services and the postal service are going to be raising their rates on uh, packages starting, I think, uh, 1st of October or whatever. Um, it's not going to be a huge rate increase for things the size of books, but it's going to be a, a rate increase. And so I'm going to encourage you to go ahead and get my book ordered and uh, let us get it mailed to you early this next week. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, now in its fifth printing, uh, could very well be your go-to gardening reference. 
I self-published it so I could have the book that I always wanted to have to hand to you and say, this represents what I feel is the best work I've ever done. And I never felt that way about the other four books that I've written. Uh, One of those books never made it to the press because that company shut down completely. Another book, the company got the book printed, and then they went bankrupt. It's all a matter of when did it happen. And uh, the Cowboy Boot book was very successful, but it's 30 years and and, uh, 39 years old, respectively, second and first editions. So I I want you to see this one, and uh, because I chose not to put it in stores or on Amazon, you don't have a way to see it unless a friend has a copy. You don't have a way to see it. Uh, without buying it. And so I have to give you this offer of money-back guarantee uh, or full refund. And um, so far with 67,000 copies out in people's hands, I've not been asked for a refund at all, not from anybody. And so I'm, I'm thrilled with that. I didn't anticipate that. And there will be a time that there will be some requests for refunds, but there haven't been so far. Uh, It's an 11-chapter book covering every aspect of outdoor gardening in all parts of Texas. It covers everything from lawns to landscapes, annuals, perennials, fruit, and vegetable gardening. It's um, 840 of my best photos. It's on high-quality paper. It is a hardback book, and it was printed in San Antonio, not overseas. It's only $36.95 plus tax and postage, and it's a signed copy. Once it sells, I sign it, and I put it in, in the mail. My wife and I take them to the post office. And so I'd love to get a, a copy signed for you. The way you do that is to order it, since it's not in stores and not on Amazon, you order it from my website or by calling my office. The office is normally open 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, but uh, Gretchen at my office is helping a friend at the hospital, and she's kind of in and out, and uh, so my recommendation is order uh, from the website. However, phone number at the office, 800 752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is uh, to order from my website at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing, 972-562-5788, wbroofing.com. They put a roof on our house, and I can tell you from firsthand experience, those folks are great. I can also tell you from firsthand experience, I do business with a lot of my advertisers, and I never ask for any kind of sweetheart deal. I never, I never take anything uh, without paying for it. At, at regular price. Sunburst shutters. We have sunburst shutters in our home also. And that one I, I kind of backed into. Got a call from them saying, we'd like to consider advertising on your program. I said, let me come out and take a look. Took my wife with me. She said, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and they came, showed us the, the sunburst shutters. We went to the, the factory and took a look around in their showroom, which is which is an industrial park, folks. It's better just to let them come to your home. But it's a very attractive uh, uh, showroom. It's it's a part of their, their factory where they're making them. They open the door, and there's the factory right there. Um, but 
but anyway, they, they bring the samples to your home of these beautiful shutters. They're, they're plantation style shutters, which means they have big louvers, two and a half, three and a half, or four and a half inch louvers made of polywood. P-O-L-Y, polywood. Now that is a man-made material that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. There's no, no wood in it. It's not really plastic. There may be some plastic in it. I don't know what they make it from. There's just no wood in it. It looks like wood. And, but it doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. And it's white or off-white. And it looks great in your home. And it lasts forever. I don't know what forever means, but it lasts for decades. Beautiful shutters. We love ours. 214-343-2601. Call and invite them to your home. They're nice people. 214-343-2601. Sunburstshutters.com. Also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. Sunburstshutters.com. And uh, that's 214-343-2601. We at Callaway's and Cornelius are proud to offer the finest in plants, products, and services. I'm Ross from the Cornelius in Houston, and we're proud to be sponsoring this segment of the program. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Ross, very much. And we go back to our phone lines. And let me get back to my call screen page here. We're going to Lynn and Alvord. Lynn, this is Neil. Good morning. Hi, Bill. This is Lynn. Uh, I got a tip for spring gardening. I know it's not spring, but it's something's fixing to happen that's very pertinent to it, and that's the leaves. People need to save their leaves for their potatoes. My wife and I have planted potatoes for 30 years, and we gather all the oak leaves, and we pile them on as sometimes a foot deep, and we never have a potato bug, never, as long as there's – and the plant will grow through the leaves, and you'll have wonderful potatoes without any potato bugs. All right. Well, the mulch is a, is a good plan. Whether they will uh, uh, take care of potato bugs or potato beetles or not, I'm not going to weigh in on that. That is not uh, anything that I have read from any of the university research, but, you know, it doesn't hurt anything to mulch, so I, I'm good with that. That's an awful lot of mulch, Lynn. It's an People, awful lot of give leaves. It a, give, give it a try. And, uh, that's that's I'll leave that up to them. I'm not much into the home remedy thing until I see that it's been pretty well documented by the by the specialists in the various uh, 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 fields. But but I appreciate that very very much. And and as I say, mulching is always a good idea. And uh, and with uh, potatoes, you you have to you have to keep them below ground, and and uh, the the mulch will help uh, do all that. So thank you very very much for that call. Let me go to Lisa in Anna. Lisa, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing wonderfully. Your neighborhood isn't changing much with uh, 75 and with all the, the construction. Good gosh. Oh, my gosh. I tell you what, we moved from Plano. We were in Plano for 22 years, and uh, our son graduated from Plano West, and we sold our home and uh, moved out to Little Quiet Anna. We actually live in Westminster, and oh, my gosh, I feel like the high five is coming out. It's to coming to you. It's coming to you. We've lived in McKinney 44 years, and yeah. my wife has been on the school board for 38 of those and it's it's we've watched it happen it's something well how can i help you with the armadillos well i just wanted to know how we can uh deter them uh i've got a a, a, an area in the front of my house that i have 
uh, planted uh, several different types of plants for beekeepers. And uh, so the bees like to come over and, you know, uh, enjoy the plants. But the armadillos are, are digging them up. And so I just don't know what to do about them. What I have done with ours, we, li- we have 11 acres in, in Collin County, and, and armadillos are horribly annoying. Yeah. Uh, they, they tend <laughs> to have... Um, habits uh they will they will have their tunnels their their homes in the same places if you do anything to eliminate a given armadillo there will be another one that will come back to the not come back to but will occupy the same place right Uh, they they take advantage of that i trap mine i'm not into killing things i just i'm not a hunter um and for 40 years, I've had a humane trap that is hand homemade. Guy gave okay. it to me at a nursery trade show. Um, it's it's just a wooden trap, but a raccoon humane trap that you can get uh, at, at feed stores okay. uh, works pretty well. The secret the secret is to uh, make a fence out of chicken wire or any kind of wire that's uh, 18 inches high, and make a funnel. Uh, find find the way that they get to their to their tunnels and make a funnel to the trap a v-shaped okay. funnel so that they're going to hit that fence and they're going to run along the fence and go into the trap okay. i baited i baited my traps for a while with uh, raw bacon but then i was ending up catching a cat and two or three possums and other things uh, all of this is in my faq pages of my uh, of my website neilsperry.com written out in great detail of the uh, FAQ pages, and I used to have a note on my Facebook page that described it with a photograph. Um, I don't know if Facebook has taken that down with all their other changes they've made, but anyway, that's where I would suggest you go. I'm up against news. You can hear the music, but that's where I would go to neilsperry.com FAQs.